and welcome back to another Highlights episode of the Gold Podcast. This Gold Nuggets mini-series revisits some of the valuable insights shared by guests over the previous season of the podcast. I'm your host, Helena Beer, the editor of Gold, and today I'll be taking us back to Paul Sims' episode. He's the CEO of Impatient Health, and he and I unpicked the pharmaceutical industry's portrayal in the media following on from Gold's previous cover article, Reframing Pharma's Bad Boy Reputation. It was our most popular feature of 2022 and one of the top performing podcast episodes of the year as well, so we just had to revisit some of Paul's best insights. Best known for his 17 years at the helm of IFA Pharma, which was acquired by Reuters in 2019, Paul is passionate about provoking meaningful change in the industry and life sciences, and in 2020, he set up his consultancy, Impatient Health, with the aim of helping pharma become more ambitious and creative. First up, I asked him for his opinion on the recent uptick in negative portrayals of pharma in the media, as seen in examples such as Dopesick, Sweet Girl and The Dropout. Well, um, it's true that we had a brief moment uh, in the, the in the positive world, shall we say? But we're we're doing we're recording this in October 2022, and as far as I understand, I've never actually worked uh, behind the scenes in a TV or film studio. But these projects are often conceived some time in advance. Mm-hmm. They are um, multi-year projects. And uh, obviously, storyline uh, and narrative is one of the first things that gets decided. Although sometimes watching these Hollywood blockbusters, you'd wonder <laughs> if that actually happened. Absolutely. But um, it's definitely um, the case that um, this media representation uh, is still a very easy to play on one. So two things, really. Firstly, um, we have we are creatures of habit, and we have in many ways lost much of that good reputation mm. already. So we have already shifted back. And irrespective of the the uh, good work, which of course made the one percent of our industry that it was on the front lines in in COVID nineteen uh, shine very brightly, mm-hmm. the ninety nine percent of us who who weren't uh, on that front line uh, very much um, had a brief moment, but 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 didn't actually make a huge amount of change. I don't think that this is going to go away. I'm afraid to say. Mm. I think this is something that we're continuing to play on, and we have seen communications departments. We've seen the approach to to um, corporate reputation and how we go about it very much fall back into line with how it was previously. Mm. I would actually argue we haven't unfortunately learned a great deal. Media can certainly have a huge influence on public opinion, and it's a shame to see farmers' reputation rolling back to reflect pre-pandemic days, but hopefully this is something we'll see combated over the coming year. That change certainly won't be easy, but for inspiration, Paul shared some handy tips for companies looking to turn the tide of public and patient opinions. Uh, I think that the first thing, and I guess that's the point of, of talking today, is just the recognition. Mm-hmm. the recognition that it is worth it and yeah, important absolutely. to do it uh worth it indeed if we claim to be positive forces for society that this is something that we have to and should do but also mm-hmm. sustainably it's a way of making sure our companies perform financially successfully uh, in the longer term so i think just that recognition as a starting point secondly i think we need a very good assessment of uh, a risk benefit uh, analysis because mm-hmm. at the moment it's so easy to say no. 
Nobody, unfortunately, loses their job in our industry by saying no. Nobody loses their job by doing the same thing that we did last year. Yeah. It's actually a pervasive issue that affects almost everything within our companies. And certainly for those that put themselves above the parapet, typically the leaders of the organization, it is far, far safer to say less than to say more. Yeah, You're talking to somebody who ran events for 17 years and getting <laughs> senior leaders to come along and actually be honest on stage was a perennial challenge. <laughs> yeah, of I mine, can imagine. You can imagine. So um, I think there has to be a risk-benefit analysis, a reset. It's funny, when I talk to corporate communications departments on a one-to-one -one basis, they always agree with me. They are tired, they are sick of having to tow that safe line every mm. single day of their lives, having to, to, to push their leaders back from the brink, as it were, mm. um, and just wish that there could be a more balanced approach. Yes, I'm not talking about being gung-ho. I'm not talking about breaking regulations. I, I'm even not talking about doing things that could be risky on this front and mm. asking for, permit, uh, for forgiveness later. I am talking about a full assessment of nowadays uh, what it uh, takes to actually be more forthcoming. And the funny mm. thing is, so much of what we do around compliance and regulation is subjective, not objective. It's about the company's interpretation, its own risk mm. profile. I think that risk profile should change. Towing the safe line, as Paul so eloquently put it there, may be tedious for corporate comms teams, but again, it's such an integral cog in the well-oiled machines of pharma. Next, I asked Paul why the industry struggles to be real with the public, and he shared his thoughts for companies looking to change their ways. Uh, the answer to your question is a mixture of fear and comfort, which might sound paradoxical, <laughs> but the truth is we fear the change and we're very comfortable mm. in our relatively well-paid industry. We don't have to change. So if you, uh, as a leader, perhaps someone listening to this um, podcast, feel um, energized to want to change, I think it's our job to turn up the heat a little. Mm. We have to show that the, the platform is indeed burning. We even have to, mm. to get the matches out and light it, perhaps. Yeah. I see my role uh, in this industry. Uh, some, some have called me a pharma provocateur. I used to think I was basically just a pest, uh, <laughs> irritating everybody. But as time has gone on, I've realized I actually uh, am playing an important role, um, yeah. which is to do exactly what I've just said, show our industry mm. that all is not well, that um, complacency is an evil, uh, that must be fought and you know we've obviously seen plenty of examples in companies like Blockbuster and Kodak of where complacent has been far more uh, painful than mm. it perhaps will be for us we have to almost artificially um, but not artificially create that that um, that that real fear and anyone who's a student of Clay Christensen who wrote The Innovator's Dilemma will be very familiar with how quickly uh, we fail to take new ideas seriously and how quickly they can disrupt us uh, mm. where, where, where that may happen. So I think that um, I don't like to say we should uh, live our lives according to the stick rather than the carrot, but it is absolutely necessary that that, that uh, sense of we can't stay rooted to what we always know mm. is the, the mindset that pervades our everyday within our industry. So that is not very specific, I realize. <laughs> I apologize for that, but I think it's also the first and most necessary step and of course, from there, you can determine your, your strategy from that. Expertly put there. Paul shared even more great examples and tips in his full episode and additionally gave some excellent reflections on our 2022 Roundup podcast, both of which are well worth a listen and will be linked in the show notes for you. 
all for this week's Golf Nugget. Do be sure to tune in next time when I'll be taking you through some of my highlights from the conversation with Pav Rishiraj, Director and Head of Pharmacovigilance at Ipsen, our second most popular podcast ever. Pav spoke to us about the evolving nature of the pharmacovigilance field from his perspective, so do be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. It really is an interesting one. Until then, it's goodbye from me and I'll see you next time. Bye.